0: Hey, Anna. Hey, Mike. (sighs) Is it hard enough for you? Oh, my gosh. It was so hot yesterday in London. Even me, I'm a sun worshiper. I couldn't cope with it. And my freezing flat had suddenly turned into a sauna. So I just don't know how some people coped yesterday. Uh, I was, I was, I thought I was going to die. But you know who was all right? Billy was all right. And why is that, Mike? Because, thank you, you sorted us out with that Equifleece wet t shirt. I did. And gosh, did it work all right? It was perfect. It was perfect. And you know, he's he's not great on getting wet and he doesn't really like to wear clothes, but he was happy with the the t-shirt once it was on and it was easy to get on. The arms are open and it stretches. So he just kind of lift his paw up and get it on. It was really easy to get on and off. Uh, you just get it wet, wring it out, put it on and he stayed cool all day long uh, and into the evening because it was still like 30 degrees over 30 degrees at 10 o'clock last night mad. I know I know it was it was ridiculous and even today you know I know it's much cooler but it still is actually too hot for dogs at 26 degrees you know so you do have to be careful and the air is still so hot I think yeah 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 so well thanks again because the Equifleece wet t-shirt was ideal Well, I'm glad you liked it. So, yep, if you're thinking about getting a great cooling system, if you're going away on holiday or just to have a round in the office with your dog or wherever you go, check out www.equifleece.co.uk. know how I think it's so important to rescue and you're actually a rehome so you arguably didn't have the best start in life but that's why we're jumping on zoom now to talk to Tess Swan about her journey with her rescue dogs and especially with incredible crazy I'm Anna Webb welcome to a dog's life Welcome to A Dog's Life.
1: Um, Thank you for asking me. It's lovely to be here.
0: I know, I haven't seen you for so long, what with the pandemic and everything. So we've known each other, well, for some time, have we not?
1: That's quite a few years now, yes.
0: It must be. And I think it was being involved with the red light therapy device, which is indeed mentioned in the book, Incredible Crazy, which we're talking about really today. But I think it was the connection through FOTIZO that kind of brought us more together.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And oh, yeah. And natural instinct. And of natural course. instinct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also mentioned in the book which we're going to talk about, of course. And, and you know, your, your real interest and passion, you know, for health for dogs, really, which shines through in the book Incredible Cray 2. And, of course, you know, you're like me. You know that we are what we eat.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and it's the same for dogs. And with big rescue dogs, um, you know, they have things go wrong. So the more you can give them nutritionally, It saves you with vet bills.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah, particularly at the moment, um, <laughs> it's important. Oh, but Tess, you know what? I've got to say, I loved reading Incredible Cray too. probably because I do know you. I think, you know, it makes a big difference. And I felt that you were so open and passionate in everything that you wrote. Explain a little bit where you are now, first of all, just so everyone has a perspective. Who are your fur kids at the moment?
1: So, Kratu, um, Maya, who's very old, she's my wolf dog, um, Paco, Raffy, Kratu's brother, and Polo is the youngest, he's five. Um, and everybody, we're all getting old in this house, we've all got aches and pains. And uh, back to photos though, I think I use it as much on me as I do my dogs.
0: Yeah, I know, same actually, absolutely the same. Oh, I'm so So hot to hear that Maya is still with us, because in the book, I love the way you kind of reflected your personality through Maya, because Maya, I admire you for having Maya. Maya is a wolf dog, is she not? Yes. And you compare in the book, I loved it, to your Prussian grandmother.
1: (laughs) We have quite a lot of aloofness in in this family, um, human and... um, canine and um whether it's autism or practicing detachment on the toltec path it actually brings you great peace when you're not too involved with things and stepping back and um just being yourself is a very powerful way of being but maya ha- Maya has a touch of wolf blood in her and uh, they are just very aloof
0: yes and, and magnificent to look at but maya came into your life when you were living in london yes and
1: th- thanks to maya it was finding out that london parks aren't the best to walk in um you have lots of lead dogs and um, i started going to places like box hill in surrey and it was lovely and it brought back my love of nature and just being able to go somewhere where there weren't people and there weren't dogs flying up to maya and um, it gave me freedom and and that love for being outdoors in nature,
0: which is, that started the healing process. It was a journey for you, wasn't it, in London, and and things have got quite tough. And in a way you couldn't understand, that's my reading of it, why things were, but then latterly, of course, as you get to know yourself and the diagnosis for autism, which you've been so open about in the book, clarified so much in a way.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, As a child, I found, uh, you know, my my solace in nature and talking to animals, horses were the first. And um, that's my safe, happy place. And that's where when I had trauma and I went through the drugs and the rape and all sorts of awful things that happened, that side of me went and hid. And that's I call her little Tess. My inner child just went, no, I, I can't come out into the real world because it was dangerous and I protected her. And it took Kratu to bring out the innocence that was in me and I hid. I hid and became hard and cold and survived, but there was no joy.
0: There's no joy living in living like that. It's just painful, very, very painful. No, totally. I can see that. But compared to, say, Kratu's personality, Maya would be like, you've got to sort it out, you know, with yes. her wildness. Whereas, of course, when Kratu came into your life, he was just a young pup full of the, the the lust for life, really, and enthusiasm. And he, you know, he brought you out of yourself, really. Well, I had no choice,
1: To give him the best life i had to do some work because my god what did i have i had a honey monster on steroids and i thought i knew about dogs and i certainly did not know enough to to manage him what did i do with this dog in the uk i brought him over from transylvania he was my responsibility so i either had to give him up which was not an option or i had to educate myself so that's when i started and again being autistic i find the best i find the leading experts i follow them i contact them and i learn from um from the best that that there are in behavior and it was quite an education and it taught me so much um As dog owners, I don't think we really know enough when we take on dogs, what to give them, what they actually need is a lot more than
0: most people know. Yeah, well, gosh, I couldn't agree more to you on that front. But, of course, having been quite a solitary person, in a way a bit like a lone wolf, you know, that's how I imagined. And then you bonded with Maya and formed this kind of wolf pack. But Kratu enabled you to reach out to the best trainers, reach out to people when you were walking him because he attracted attention. So that meant you had to communicate in a way. I know how annoying that is, by the way, when people come up and go, oh, what a lot." really doggy and you know but, but I mean it it does force you to have to go up morning at the very least you yeah. know he was like this key I think that unlocked this this padlock but but just going back slightly because obviously he comes from Transylvania which I think is fantastic because it's you know it reminds me of Dracula and lots of myths and um, Hansel and Gretel and forests and all of that but y- you went on a journey with the Romanian rescue
1: it 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 was uh, a big education um i did the same as everybody and um i i fell in love with two dogs who i saw on valentine's day and my friend sophie in london was a trainer and i just rang her and said there's this old dog and young dog and please take them and she did and um then that led me to paco and um I found out with Paco, he had um, a a rescuer, somebody actually went to a place that she had, some German people had bought her this place, and um, she had a whole room full, absolutely full of rotting medicine and food and treats that people had sent over for the dogs she she did not spay and neuter she let them mate and have puppies because that's puppies are easier to get adoption fees for and everybody loves her and she still gets a ton of money thrown at her and um she's very very small cute pretty and she's brilliant at conning people and gosh and that's
0: still going on today oh yes
1: I I discovered a a 30,000 euro fraud and um, I did expose it and um, the three girls who did that, they're friends with some really well-known friends of mine and everybody gives them money and I've written to people and said they're scammers, I've got proof, my own personal experience, they carry on, they ignore my messages and they
0: carry on giving them money. Yeah, what, well, this is shocking because at the end of the day, you know, your journey with Kratu has been as successful as it has because you were well aware from the get go, you were bringing him in from a terrible start in life let's just say and he'd need a lot of work there's a big difference between some rural camp in Transylvania to bringing him to lovely Cambridgeshire but you did it and, and you know you knew he'd have sort of behavioral challenges and you took all you embraced it all you know many people don't and I often feel so sorry for Romanian dogs they end up in an apartment in a high-rise without a garden with the central heating full-on and you. You know, these dogs have been living outside in quite cold conditions and they're just not used to it. And it's it's stifling for them and let alone being in a busy place like London, you know. It's scary.
1: And the street dogs are the ones that often don't adapt because suddenly they are um, they, they have walls around them and they're used to being free. And that's why there are so many dogs lost because the home checks are not done properly. The gardens aren't secure. People don't think about opening a front door and having a frightened street dog behind you. It will bolt. But I've got to say with a lot of transports, I see dogs, in fact, Polo came over and I call it naked. He had no collar, no harness, and he was handed to me at Dover. And, uh, you know, I, I was gobsmacked Uh, Unbelievable. He was not going anywhere with me. I mean, I I held that pup so tightly and he got in the car and he was in a crate and uh, he had a collar put on and a harness. But there's so many dogs being lost because people aren't doing basic care for their safety. And that I find terrifying.
0: It's almost like really, really bad puppy farming, isn't it? You know, puppy farming gone really bad because people are, you know, out of the kindness of their hearts paying for puppy farms
1: (laughs) it's a lot of a lot of dogs they allow to breed because you get uh, the cute little teddy bear types get adoption fees they get adopted very quickly there's no mention of the fact that they are guarding breeds and it's a natural behavior and they will guard and also as adult dogs they're not very sociable with other adults you know, my dogs are all great around others on a lead, at a dog show. They've got very, you've seen me with my dogs at a dog show. But that's been incredibly hard work and you have to be consistent. It's not been easy working with these LGDs.
0: No, 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 no. But in the book, you go into that so brilliantly. But what fascinated me, because in a way, I could kind of resonate, right? Um, Tess because you know I remember you talk about the first event you went to with Kratu and you'd put a lot of so much work in and all the right training which you know highlights how much time it takes and this is something people have no idea and this is why I think it goes all wrong and so you got to this event with low expectations your heart was pounding you know you were a nervous wreck Um, you didn't know how Krayto was going to really cope with it for real you know because it is a big difference I always find Tannoy's tend to create a problem at these events with dogs, you know, because it's a weird sound that you can't practice until you get the real tannoy sound. Nothing really quite emulates it. But anyway, and you did so well, you know, you got best in show. <laughs> um, it was
1: unbelievable. I, I just couldn't believe it. But I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to move a dog, how to make a dog stand. and But he he just charmed
0: the judge. Absolutely. She She fell for him yeah <laughs> and he that's what he has that effect <laughs> he's got that you know he's got that cheeky monkey thing which yes. is why oh, the gods or whoever you know above led you to crater because that was a journey in itself and you wouldn't have known then when he arrived whatever but as a young five-month pup that he was going to have so much impact but he just had that special quality
1: it's a choice and I, I really believe that we have to make choices and it shocked me what I had done. I really, it, it scared me. What have I done? I've got this puppy in my arms and I'm responsible. So that was it. My mind was made up. He was going to have a life that I didn't have, which was one of happiness, security, confidence, joy, and and just unconditional love i was going to give him everything that i had lost over the years and um that was
0: that was my soul contract with him it's amazing it's like he really is your fur kid but it is you know pushing your boundaries that builds your confidence isn't it and and seeing people respond around you and connecting with people on a Happy level and dogs are happy or they should be, you know. That is such a good teaching for everyone reading the book, I think. But there's so much you trained him. I mean, one thing I loved was when you trained him. When you go a tissue, he grabs <laughs> tissues out of the box because I love that trick, you know. It's um, but of course, being to he didn't settle for just one tissue. Oh. <laughs> now, this is it. This epitomises his personality, quite <laughs> like the whole blinking box. So yeah, it's like. The tissue Kleenex school. advert, Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> it was just a tissue storm. There were tissues everywhere. The box went up in the air, the tissues, he was ripping and throwing them. And you know, it's it's like when I was trying to teach him hold and hold my car keys, he'd pick them up, look at me, and then throw them at me. <laughs> 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 He's always done it his way. He's got his own take
0: on things. Yeah, yeah, but he's engaged. That's the thing. I mean, and that's because you brought him to life. You know, if you don't bring your dog to life, as it were, you know, they just get lost in humdrum routine. You know, dog walker comes to pick them up at nine o'clock, takes them for a a one hour walk, comes back, then they're in their crate. And then, you know, and it's a very humdrum life. But, you know, that's why I love you, Tess. You're quite like me. You know, I can imagine you in your garden, you know, hiding socks and things in plant pots and asking crazy to go and find it
1: oh yes we can beat that one though I had somebody come round to do uh, um, I think check my fence and they went to the bottom of the garden and to my horror I saw about 10 pairs of my knickers all around the garden one of the dogs (laughs) had stolen all my pants and thrown them around the garden I
0: don't know what game they were playing but it was absolutely I was mortified how funny, but you're also you know so tuned into energies, and maybe you underestimated that previously you know do you, do you think so you spent a lot of time in Peru, which I'm very envious for because I've, I've never been to South America
1: oh, it's a den of iniquity. <laughs> <laughs> I had the time of my life over there and um, I had one foot in the spiritual camp and one foot in the party camp and um, it was, that's what I've always done. I I find it easy to go from world to world. Um, I guess I'm a chameleon and um, I'm very much like Kratu. I do what I like when I feel like it. Uh, Now I know to temper it and to do the things that are good for me, because again, with the Toltec path, it's about choices and perception. So I say to myself, does this path have a heart? And that is what's important. Is it going to bring me joy? Is it going to make me happy? And is it going to bring kindness to somebody, help somebody. If a path doesn't have heart, I don't want to walk along it because it's folly. It's a mistake and it's not going to make you happy. So don't go that direction.
0: Yeah, but that takes a lot of willpower, doesn't it? And self-control and basically understanding, you know, yourself, which I think is a very honest statement to make, really.
1: Yes, it's... um... Well, putting my attention and focus onto Kratu being happy and all my dogs being natural and we've all got, they can do what they want and allowing them apart from in public, then you do what I ask and that's to be good mannered around others, but at home, you, you've all you've got freedom, and they're very natural. I don't mind if they go and dig a big hole in the garden. I don't mind that everybody sleeps in different rooms. There's a lot of they. I allow them to be themselves, and I think that's why we work all together because we just there's harmony because we can be ourselves.
0: Yeah, and everyone needs space. And when you've got so many dogs in the home, they need space. And I think that's really great, most definitely. But talking a bit more, you know, about Cray I mean, as you you were kind of saying here, he wasn't the easiest dog to train, was he? Um, And and in a way, you've never, I mean, of course you've trained him, but in a way, he's the sort of dog that you never totally train. You know, he has spirit and independence because of the dog he is. You know, he's a massive, great, big herding, Guardian dog, <laughs>
1: he's he's never ever going to be uh, a perfect. Um, uh, the word Stepford dog is I'm never going to be a Stepford wife, and he'll never be as you know that <laughs> perfect dog no no he's got far too much
0: character you know and that was epitomized wasn't it with the big crufts moment you know that you talk about in the book to be fair reading about it all again i think i was there at crufts that year you know and it was all everyone was chatting about it and it was really exciting but then when i actually read that you had over 10 million shares of Kratos. I mean, amazingly funny, brilliant, spontaneous um, performance at Crufts that, I mean, and I know he knew how to do the agility course right, but he just chose at that moment to turn into this natural comedian. And, you you know, you did technically lose control over him, but, you know, so what? It was absolutely marvellous.
1: Oh, I was gobsmacked. I hate the the video where my mouth falls open. I had no idea. And he could do a perfect course. But I know what it was with Kratu, and that these dogs are free thinking. And he chose fun over what he was supposed to do. He loves he loves performing in an audience and engaging with people and there was too much fun to be had. So, you know, sorry, I went out of the picture. That was it. It was, he had a huge arena to play in and that it was too tempting for him. He just had to let rip.
0: He had to have his moment and I'm so pleased he did. I know because he was, that was really you that was coming out. So, you know, it was maybe I saw it as, you know, the little Tess. Because I think Kraytou, understands everything i believe dogs know everything you know about you because there's so much hidden in scent and all sorts that dogs can pick up on you know and telepathy between us and all the whole works and i think you know creative saw it as a stage to highlight you and to make you think right we've got this far and now i'm going to show you that you can take it
1: oh. yeah absolutely it's the ultimate ripping off the mask and this is me moment um, yes, and uh, a little Tess is also very similar to Kratu. When they, we play, it's, you know, we're on the floor rolling around shrieking. He makes the same noise as my whistling, shrieking, autistic noises, and we're pitch perfect.
0: <laughs> and
1: it's amazing. and um, It's a whistling, shrieky, pitchy, funny thing we roll about on the floor and um it's it's tremendous fun and I, I think that's something with me I've never really grown up I don't know how to be grown up like lots of people um I find it very hard
0: well it's boring being grown up isn't it <laughs> very boring I
1: don't like it and I'm coming up to 60 and I think I prefer a little test so I'm going to be one of those old ladies that watch out for <laughs>
0: You know, somebody said to me years ago, when I, when I was actually fairly young, they said, Anna, never lose your childlike enthusiasm for life. There we go. And then I was actually quite young. So God. But look, going back, you know, these, I just want to touch a little bit more, if you don't mind, on this on this Toltec teachings, because it runs through the book. And I, I love it. I love in books where you get little quotes, because I, I just think that they're really interesting, basically. So what would you say is one of the most profound Toltec mantras that you learned when you studied with the ancient people of Peru?
1: I think um, the four agreements don't take on board other people's stuff. Um, I really struggle with that one because I have to work on detaching and letting go because other people do, but their opinion of me does bother me. But once I let go of it and I I focus on me and and my path, I'm happy. Uh, We can't change other people and letting... We're not responsible for when people say, oh, you made me feel like that. No, that's not true. You choose how you feel. You choose how you react to people. And um, when we take ultimate responsibility for ourselves, what we do, our choices and perception, that's when you're free.
0: Yeah. And you know, all of that really hit hard when Maya, you know, who really in a way was the one that led you out of London and essentially the den of iniquity, maybe, of London, and took you to the sort of greener pastures of, of, of the Shires, as I call them. You know, Maya had a big health scare, right?
1: Yes. Yes, that that was really, really scary. When your dog um, has cancer, it's terrifying and um I do have trust and faith in the the healing. Uh, she had light workers all around the world. And I have this incredible photo. And um, I took a picture of them all lying down. And there's just this huge beam of white light going right, oh, it brings tears to my eyes, right to where the cancer was. And I know sceptics are going to go, oh, that's a photo thingy, whatever. But I know what it was. I know what was being sent.
0: You see, I'm I'm on on your page on on all of that. I think you know we have to look at what was going on for centuries before antibiotics were invented, which is you know you know what I'm saying. That's amazing, and I and that's why I'm so pleased to hear that Maya's still here. My yes. word, she's that's the wolf in her. <laughs>
1: I mean, she's she really uh, she's the matriarch and um, she's 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 helped everybody be independent here because she doesn't care. You go near my leave me alone. Go away. You know, And but then if she wants to play, she comes to you. She has this wonderful regal um, uh, presence.
0: Uh, it's always what she wants when she wants. I think we're all like that in this house. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think, I think that's good. I think, well, certainly prudence. You know, my bull terrier. That's also a bit how they are: selfish and self-absorbed. And I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's the.
1: I can't see that's the autistic side of me. That that's the best way to be is is true to yourself and I think we can worry too much about doing things for other people and we drain our personal power and that's why people get so unhappy and depressed and mentally tired and and uh, because they've given away everything that you need to have your own strength and your own energy and sometimes you have to say, no, sorry, I'm not available. No, I can't do
0: that. You're right. No, you are right. But um, look, going back to Kray too, I mean, he has become... A legend, hasn't he, in a nutshell, yeah. I'd say. You know, he really has. And, and you know, your attachment obviously still to Romania and the horrors that do go on there is still very much happening. But, you know, now that Kratu is a European ambassador, I mean, you know, so going from being shy about going to an event in a field, a couple of years on, you're flying on a plane with this huge hairy mountain dog to Brussels to attend a huge European parliament event hosted by Peter Egan and I just had this wonderful scene of the pair of you walking up these steps I don't I can't really imagine but to this grand building with all these flags flying everywhere you know thinking how amazing must that have felt
1: oh it humbled me I couldn't believe we were there it was just Peter Egan was at the top of the stairs and Crate who loves him it's his friend and um I just thought oh my god this is me <laughs> messy Tess <laughs> and Kratu, you know, um just a country boy. And I can't believe we've done this. We've we've done the work, we've done the training, he's my assistant's dog, and and the people we've met, he's just opened door after door after door. It's been such a journey with him because there's so much love for Kratu. When you meet him and people embrace him, and he's just paved the way for for so much. And there's
0: there's more to come. Of course there is, of course there is Yeah, can we just, because there was one moment Where I just, you know, understanding dog training And everything, I just thought, oh this is Superb, it's when you would got A new car, and I know this because new cars Are so complicated, <laughs> everything's digital And one button and everything's Changed, and Kratu Managed to lock Everybody into the car With closed windows, you had to Dial 999 And a policeman was there with a great big mallet To smash your brand new car window open open and then tell everyone what happened next
1: well I suddenly thought he's done lots of of training so he knows poor and touch and he'd stolen things out of the the the, he'd, he'd been after treats and climbed through under a dog guard I know exactly what he did and um so he was in the back and I just thought I could get him to touch that button he can open the door and um, so I had to get him into the front and the thing was he was looking at me going I don't go in the front no dogs never go in the front it's not allowed and it's like oh come on crater and he had his like oh no I'm such a good boy and I stay in the back and it's like well I know what you've done you've got to come through so I started doing this dancing come on greedy, really 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 you're a good boy and let's get you in the front and he can't help himself he wants to engage so he started to come through and that was it i started tapping my hand on my hand then i was tapping my foot on the floor i never know if they see our arms as paws or legs as paws with when I've done do as I do, it's it's um up in the air, that one. So I was tapping with all of it, doing a tap dance, and um he started doing it and he whacked that switch, and so many people dived on the car and pulled the doors open. Oh gosh, that was a moment.
0: Well, what that's amazing. I know. I, I was just so impressed. I mean, what what a great dog he is. And, you know, I, I was so sad to see, you know, on social media and everything that, you know, he's, he has a problem, doesn't he, Crayta, which you're working on with his back?
1: Degenerative lumbar stenosis. Um, he was diagnosed over three years ago. Uh, one of the discs is disintegrating and pushing on his sacral nerve, which does cause pain. And um, I have to restrict what he does. I can't let him go mad. Um, just after we won the Daily Mirror People's Pet Award, he did go mad two days after in the field chasing polo and he slipped and ruptured his cruciate. So I really have to be careful because he, he suddenly decides to go extra mad. And that's the thing with him. He doesn't, he doesn't hold back. Yes, so I, I have to be very careful with that and uh, you know there there will possibly be surgery further down the line. I have to speak to the the surgeon and make a decision.
0: Yes, gosh, I mean, these things are dreadful. I mean, I'm I'm the same with general anaesthetics. They put the fear of God in me, to be quite honest with you. But I'm sure that, no, look, you know, he's still very young, which is great. And uh, But all the good care you're giving him, you know, mainly with diet, to be honest, and of course with FOTIZO, that will all be minimising the severity of it w- without question, you know.
1: Oh, on a bad day, if he if he has um if if he's run a bit too much or just um tweaked it getting in or out of the car that's it the red light therapy the photos is on there and
0: it makes a huge difference and they love it they relax They do, I know, because I'm a great fan, as you know, so I use mine, gosh, every day, and it's brilliant for that. And as I remember, I think you came on the radio, didn't you, Tess, just after you performed the Autism's Got Talent event down at the Mermaid Theatre in London? Oh, gosh. Krayto had
1: stolen Polo's breakfast, and he had explosive diarrhoea outside Marks and Spencer's, And I thought, can he do this? But he was actually fine in himself. But I thought, well, obviously, no treats. Uh, That would just be horrendous. And Katie Price turned up with her son Harvey when they were in the front row. And me, with my um, intrusive thoughts and catastrophizing, thought, oh gosh, if Kratu has an explosion on stage and everybody's (laughs) there and it's being filmed. And I really. That would have been the worst moment, though. It would have just been. Just awful. Just awful. But he was, he's very, very, very clean. And he kept saying to me, I want to go out and he'd make, and he was fine. And I, but because I didn't have treats, I, for some, I, I don't know quite what planet I was on when I thought it would be fun to have two dogs on stage. <laughs> and him and Polo had a Zumi. he was quite young. And um, Kratu being Kratu, I didn't have treats, he knew that, so he just hammed it up completely. Uh, he wouldn't stay on his naughty spot, he was following me behind me, and oh, he, he just, and then the, the funniest thing was when I did um, Bang Dead, um, they started having fisticuffs with their paws lying down.
0: It was like, no, bang, dead. They wouldn't have it. It was, it was quite funny. But they did in the end. That's the point. Oh, they- <laughs> They, so, you know, it was a massive success and I was so chuffed when you came on on air to talk about that. That's the thing, it just underlines though as well, look, you know, dog training's fun, no one should take it too seriously. You know, it's great to train dogs tricks, but they're not robots.
1: <laughs> no, and I think it is getting a little bit too serious at the moment and um, I, I'm really about dogs and emotions and and their feelings and needs being met. But sometimes you have to say no. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where some people don't like you saying no anymore. Well, I have to say no. I've got five big dogs and we all live together very happily. But no, you can't go in the kitchen and help yourself when you feel like it. I will say no.
0: Yeah, no, of course. So it's good. It's good, Tess, because it's like you're proud of everything that you've done. Can I just ask a, you know, um, a bit of a a cheeky question? (laughs) How many rosettes has Kratu won?
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh, Um, over a couple of thousand. He's (gasps) Unbelievable. I've got at least six huge suitcases full of them and trophies everywhere.
0: You've got to keep them um, away from the dust, though, Rosette. Oh,
1: you know. I don't like them. They're dust catchers. They really are. Dust, <laughs> yeah. dust if you must, but I hate it. My house is fur and dusting. It's, um, yeah, I'm not brilliant at that.
0: No, you've got to keep the, the, ro- the rosettes tidy away. Otherwise, they just look dreadful.
1: <laughs> I'm going to donate them all and get them recycled. I do want one photo of all of them up together and then I can give them away. Apart from the, I love the really big ones, the, the huge dinner plate size ones. Oh, no, they're great. No, they're lovely. Love them. And I'll keep it just a few of the best ones and the rest of them can go to charity and be recycled and make, you
0: know, make lots of other people happy. Oh, that's so generous of you Tess but you know that's the little Tess talking and oh, I just urge everyone to read this book even if you know you haven't got a dog at the moment because I think it will inspire people to get a dog and do it the right way and think about a Romanian rescue maybe really honestly it's not going to be the right dog for you but also you know might well be but you know Tess so where can everybody get the book? Um, Amazon, WH Smith, all the leading bookstores.
1: Uh, just put it in Google, incredible Kratu, and uh, it
0: it comes up. Oh, and I can't wait to see you again. I'm I'm so honoured. I've met Kratu, to be honest, a few times. So please send him lots of love from uh, Hackney and, and say Prudence would love to meet him again. They're quite a match, actually. They yeah.
1: are. I remember, I think it was <laughs> oh. On the Fotizo
0: stand, Um, yes, we've got a lovely photo of them together. Yes, yes, they'd have a lot of fun running around a field. They'd be like Zebedee and Dougal and Zebedee. I think would. uh... (laughs) I think so. Yes. Well, Tess, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been um, a real pleasure, and just everyone must read this book. Thank
1: you, thank you so much for inviting me. I've really enjoyed talking to you.
0: That's our show, Mr Binks. What did you think? Yes, I know you've met Cray too and you think he's a super dog. What's that? Yes, you're right. It is time for Woof of the Week. Ah. Rescue is the new breed, but be sure you bring the right rescue into your life. Well, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, go on, rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again, of course, to Tess and to 2 for joining us today. And all the links to the book Incredible 2 will be in the show notes. Thanks, of course, to Mike Hansen, my producer. And find out more about him at Pod People UK. I'm at Anna Web Dogs. What's that, Mr. Binks? yes you're right we will be back in your feed next sunday so if you haven't already why don't you subscribe now it's free then you'll never miss another show bye for now